This podcast is brought to you by GovInfoSecurity.com, the leading online publication for risk management and security professionals within federal, state, and local government agencies. Hello, I'm Executive Editor Eric Chabro, and here's some of the most compelling content posted on GovInfoSecurity.com for the week ending August 21st. It's a common ploy in film noir, two close childhood friends from the same tough neighborhood taking separate paths when they reach adulthood. One becomes a cop, the other a thug. For some young computer enthusiasts, a similar thin line exists between doing good and evil on their computers. Here's 19-year-old computer whiz Kyle Osborne. It's really easy to accidentally break a law in the computer world. Curiosity can easily overcome common sense. You accidentally cross someone's password and username and say you're like, oh, I just want to check out their email account. As soon as you log into their email account, you've broken a number of laws. I mean, it's really easy to look at something, then apply that, and then not really think of the repercussions. Um, especially when you don't have anybody to guide you. Such guidance is being offered by the U.S. Cyber Challenge, an organization backed by government and the private sector, which this summer sponsors three treasure hunt competitions in California, Delaware, and New York. Osborne helped design the New York competition, in which the mostly college and graduate school contestants hacked into a system to identify security flaws. Estradios Gavez, a doctoral student at New York University's Polytech Institute, proctored the New York contest, and he explains why the competition helps point students in the right direction. If you don't have a venue to do good things, you're going to end up doing bad things. Generally, you have high-energy folk that want to do things. They want to kind of pick apart things, see how things work, take them apart. There's certainly many opportunities or needs in the government and corporate sector to put that kind of mindset to use. And if you don't have that, then you're going to be out in the wild saying, well, what am I going to do? I'll just hack into a a site or I'll find myself in a wrong circle of folk that might stray. I think we all probably walk a line at some point, but which way do you trend in in, in the end? U.S. Cyber Challenge Director Karen Evans says she's often asked how does she know young computer devotees won't go over to the dark side. There is no guarantee, but what I believe in the heart of hearts is everybody wants to do the right thing. And if you show them the path of how you can do really cool things and do the right thing and then have a job and affect a difference and make a difference for the nation, people don't wake up and say every day, gosh, I want to break the law. They don't do that. What they want to do is contribute positively to society. And so this is really capitalizing on that curiosity, that competitive nature, and then highlighting everything that is good about how you can do this for the greater good. To see a six-minute-long mini-documentary on the U.S. Cyber Challenge, go to GovInfoSecurity.com and search for the title, Searching for the Good Hacker. We'll be back after this. Are you responsible for your agency's regulatory compliance program? Do cybercrime, data breaches, or endpoint security keep you up at night? Do you have any certifications which require continuing professional education credit hours? The solution to your problems may be the GovInfoSecurity.com Educational Webinar Library. You'll find plenty of courses that align with your core responsibilities. Visit GovInfoSecurity.com for more information on how to access these webinars. 
Despite high expectations, the federal government has been inconsistent with providing business with usable, timely, and actionable cyber threat information and alerts. That's according to a report issued this past week by the Government Accountability Office. It's a problem the Department of Homeland Security recognizes and says will work to resolve. Here's the director of DHS's U.S. Computer Emergency Readiness Team, Randy Vickers. We need to work more with industry. The transparency piece is improving. We all have sensitive information, some from a national security perspective, some from a proprietary intellectual property perspective, and we are diligently working ways to be able to share information to both sides and keep equities in place and statutory issues in mind and being able to share that information. Are we where we need to be? Not yet, but we are making great strides to be able to share information with individual organizations and companies. We are making information available as we can, and we're growing that and learning where those gaps are and trying to fill those gaps with capabilities to share information with industry. Finally, from our blogs. My colleague Tracy Kitten has written a series of postings on the hacking of her debit card account. Here's her report. Things are finally starting to settle down. Two weeks after my debit card details were breached and bank account drained at random retail locations in Illinois. But the loss of my security, not to mention all the funds in my checking account, which by the way have been fully refunded by my bank, I'm starting to second guess my use of debit altogether. In fact, I think I'm transitioning all of my spending to cash. It's funny, for years we've heard the industry talk about the move toward a cashless society, but I don't see that happening. Well, to be entirely honest, I never really truly thought we'd be entirely cashless, but recent events have cemented my assumptions. It's interesting how a handful of disruptive events over the last decade will likely change consumer spending habits, my own included. 9-11, the global recession, differing international payment card technologies, and an increasing number of card skimming attacks, online breaches, and cyber crimes will push more people like myself to cash. At least that's the way I see it. That's it for this week. I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening and have a good week. This podcast has been brought to you by GovInfoSecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.GovInfoSecurity.com.